You're listening to Smash the Bottom Line with Maddie Brown. Hi, this is Maddie Brown with Smash the Bottom Line, and we are excited today to have with us author Deb Brown, and she has a book that she is excited to share with you, and we're going to talk about how to touch your client's heart. And I am excited to hear what Deb has to say and how she's been successful in her business. And so we'll just dive right in. So, so Deb, talk to me a little bit about what you have done so far in your business to, to create the success that you have made. Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Maddie. Um, I think the bottom line is it's all about building relationships. And that's what my business is all about. And there's so much in the online world that tells us, you know, do more of this, build your list, and and then it will all work. And send more emails and make more posts and more, 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 or do more networking, collect more cards. But I think often as we're doing that, which are all good activities to a point, we are sometimes neglecting those contacts that we're making. And if you take the time to nurture the relationship, it can be night and day in your business. Now, relationships are the touchstone of, of most business. And you're, I think you're right. I think it's, it's, it's important to build and sustain that relationship as you go forward. So how do you help do that? How, how, did you, how do you do that in your own business? Yeah, so one of the ways I do that is just letting my clients know I care. And I do that in a variety of ways. Sometimes it's simply by listening to them and mirroring back and, and being understanding of what they're going through. Sometimes it's paying attention to the little details and doing something extra special for them to surprise and delight them in a way that they weren't expecting. Um, And it might be something like recognizing a birthday or sending a little something in the mail. All those little things that we might do very well in our personal relationships, sometimes it's hard to translate that to our business relationships. So how do you keep track of all that? Yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? Well, the most important thing I do is I have an onboarding sheet and I either ask the questions directly on our first um, interaction when they hire me or else I ask them to fill it out. And so I get some details about them right up front that are going to help me to delight them later down the line. And do um, you have do you have systems in place that you use, or how do you have a spreadsheet? How do you keep track of all of it? Yeah, so I mean, you could be as old school or as advanced as you want to be. Um, I find spreadsheets work just fine, and um, I have usually a paper copy or a virtual Word document that they've filled out that gives me that information. So I keep that in their file. And then 
when I know, you know, I can make a mark in my calendar that, oh, this is when their birthday is, or at the end of a project, if I think, you know, I want to say thank you in a way that's really going to delight them, I go back to that onboarding sheet and check the questions that I asked them, and that gives me a clue as to what I could do for them that would make them happy. Uh Cool. So when you're working with clients, what is their reaction when when that happens? What what is what do you hear back from them? Um, you know, if it's in person, you get a smile and maybe a delighted little chuckle. Um, if it's a more virtual relationship, uh, I usually get an email or something going, "Wow, that was so cool." And it just surprises people. It takes them off guard. They're not expecting that. So, so what brought you to this this passion of yours about building relationships? How, what, what prompted your development? Good question. And as, as in any business, it was like a crazy road that you took you with twists and turns and you didn't think this is where you were ending up, but you did. <laughs> so um, I actually had started a different business And I was very conscious about delighting my clients and being very intentional about that. And so I had a client who was a small business owner who said to me, you are so good at making me feel special. And I want my clients to feel just as special as you make me feel. Can you help me do that? I was like, oh, that's a thing that people would need help with. It just hadn't occurred to me. And so at that point, that was when I really took a sidestep and started uh, looking for ways that I could help other business owners do what I had been doing for my own clients. It it is not unusual for people to develop a business around something that they do very naturally and easily. And... Mm -hmm. What comes easily to one of us is not necessarily easy to anyone else. You know, I right. most, of, most of my clients did not sign up to be accountants, and they don't under and they <laughs> exactly. don't under they don't understand their numbers, and and it comes second nature to me and my team, but it doesn't come second nature to the people that we work with, and so yes. you know it. What you kind of take for granted as a basic skill is something that is actually useful to other businesses and other individuals. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I was just talking with someone yesterday who said it doesn't come naturally for them to be thoughtful. And these are kind of the thoughtful things. It's not that they're not a nice person, but... To do something extra above and beyond and and make that thoughtful act, it just isn't on their radar. And so sometimes we need a little system, a little framework around that to help us do it better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what would you say has has been the the cornerstone of your success? What has, what has prompted your business to, to be what you wanted it to be? Um, putting other people first. 
and really coming from a place of giving without concern about what am I getting back from it because it always comes back to you. But when you give and expect something in return, it feels different to the other person. So just giving first and um, and building relationships, making sure that you're thinking of the other person and kind of putting yourself in their shoes and what is it that they need and they want. And when you can do that, then you can serve them in a different way. Yeah, that's awesome. So tell us a little bit about what you do in your business and how you help people. Yeah, thanks for asking, Maddie. So obviously we mentioned I'm an author, so the the lowest entry point to picking my brain, shall we say, is uh, my book, Lifelong Loyal Clients. And then I also speak and train to groups and organizations. I do in-house trainings for my own people on client retention, referrals, anything relationship marketing, loyalty building related. And I also work as a consultant where some businesses feel that they like the concept, but they don't have a clue where to start, or maybe they're just busy doing what they're doing and they want someone else to figure that piece out. And so I come in and create a plan for them. And then some clients will then hire me to implement that plan. Sometimes people can do it themselves once they know what to do, or they might have an assistant to hand things off to. Other times they just want me to do it. So sometimes you'll find me actually sticking things in the mail and um, ordering gifts online and things like that for my clients as well. What What do you find are the most successful gifts? The ones that are the most personalized. (laughs) <laughs> it's a horrible answer, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it, 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 it's not an easy answer. Right. <laughs> yes, we would love it if you could just say, give everyone a bottle of wine or a box of chocolates and we'll all be good. But um, if you give a bottle of wine to an alcoholic or a box of chocolates to a diabetic, it's all of a sudden not so good. <laughs> so yeah. um, if you can find ways to personalize things and I do try to stay away from food, especially for clients. If it's something for a client, I want something that's a little more long-lasting that they're going to keep around because the longer they keep it around, the longer they're going to think of you. Um, Whereas uh, food gift is, you know, very disposable. It's gone right away. That does, however, I think make a great gift for a referral partner because you can give them a more um, repeatable gift. Um, so every time you get a referral, you you send them a cookie. It's um, they come to kind of expect that, and it's an easy way to thank them over and over again. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think the biggest thing is finding out upfront a little bit about them. Um, and some of the questions I ask people are. What gets them fired up? What what things are they really excited about? And so that could be hobbies or causes that they support, things that they love to do. And then I like to ask them what's their favorite way to reward themselves because that will tell you a lot about what would delight them. 
So for some people, I had one client who said she loves getting a manicure or a pedicure. So I knew that a gift certificate to get her nails done was going to be the thing that would delight her. Mm-hmm. And I made sure I found the place that she always goes and got it from that place. Other mm-hmm. people, it might be a specific food or drink. I had um, one one gentleman who said his favorite thing that he did to reward himself was have the multi meal brand like cocoa pebbles. Um, and that was his thing that nobody else in the family could eat. And that was his way to reward himself. So I could give him a bag of cocoa pebbles and he would be so happy because that's his thing. But if I mixed it up and gave him the manicure and her the cocoa pebbles, it's not going to work at all. Yeah. So how do you, how do you keep track? Let's say, you know, it's, I, it's, I have, I, it's easier, I think, when you have a small number of clients. Yeah. The, the more yeah. client, the more clients you get, and the more people you're working with, the more challenging it has to become in order to be and do something that is personalized. So yeah. How do you how do you have to help people address that problem? So I would say you definitely want to focus your highly personalized efforts on your highest and best clients, look at your top 20%. The people who are working with you privately, those are the ones that you really want to reward in that bigger, more personalized way. But sometimes there's smaller ways to personalize things and um, maybe relate it to your business without it being a branded mug or a pen. Um, If you can think of Maybe your business has a certain color or phrase or um, or like a, um, a animal or a flower or something that is associated with your brand, then you can use that in a gift. Like I have a client who um, the cover of her book has a certain flower on it and and she really loves this flower and it's very meaningful to her. So if we can give um, a candle holder or a necklace or something with that flower, now she mostly works with women, so that works well. If she works with men, you know, the flowers might not work so well. Um, then it reflects her brand in a way that people see it and think of her without it being a branded item. And then you can do a more bulk approach to things if you have, you know, even 20, 30, or hundreds of people that you feel like you need to reward, um, you can do more of that. And sometimes it might be just as simple as putting their name on something. Um, If you put someone else's name on it, then they care about that. You know, if you've got the mug that says your name, you care about it. But if you have the mug that has someone else's brand on it, it's like, eh, it's another mug. So uh-huh. looking for ways to put their, the other, the client's brand or the client's name or something personal to the client onto whatever you're giving makes it personalized um, without being too overwhelming if you have a lot of gifting to do. Yeah. Well, and this is the time of year that everybody's really thinking about it. And this is the worst time of the year for businesses to send gifts. So, um, yeah, I really t- 
tell my clients don't do it in December because number one, you risk offending someone. They may be Christian or they may be Jewish or they may not celebrate anything at all. And so it can be kind of a, a touchy time to celebrate. And people are really focused in December on their personal lives. They're focused on friends and family. And they're bombarded with gifts and cards in the mail and all of that stuff that your message is not going to stand out, whether it's sending holiday cards to everybody or sending gifts to your top 20%. It won't stand out. It won't be remembered. So pick a time, a different time in the year that makes sense for you and your brand and send out gifts or cards then and it will really stand out because there's not so much clutter like there is in December. That's very interesting. It's, I, I, that's very insightful. Thank you. So talk to, talk to me about your book and, and what, who, your, who your book is geared to helping. Sure. So the book is called Lifelong Loyal Clients. How Smart Professionals Turn Relationships into Revenues. And it's aimed at independent professionals like your real estate agent, financial planner, insurance agent, that type of person, as well as like a solo entrepreneur, small business owner, anyone who's very independent in growing their book of business, however that looks for them. And it walks people through the four main relationships that have potential to bring you more money in your business. And those are prospects, clients, past clients, and referral partners. And then I give a framework of how to approach each relationship. And the framework spells wow, so it's easy to remember because you want to wow these people. And the first W stands for welcome. And it's just all about making a good first impression. And whether that's with a prospect, a client, or a referral partner, the first impression is a little bit different. And then the O stands for ongoing outreach. You have to stay in front of people because they quite simply forget about you. And you probably you will approach it in a little different way if it's a prospect, you may be following up every week if you're trying to push forward a sale. Um, if it's a client that you're interacting with one-on-one, -on -one, you don't need to bombard them with things every week. You might be talking every week as it is just because of the work you do, but you can do some things on a monthly or quarterly basis um, just to add a little extra touch there. And then the last W stands for what's next. You always want to be leading them to what's next. And for a prospect, that's making a decision about the sale, whether it's yes or no. Um, for a referral partner, what's next is them giving you a referral and giving a reward for doing that for you. So you're always looking to what are, what are you leading them to? And that is, in a nutshell, what the book is about. Awesome. Well, that sounds amazing, and I appreciate the copy that you sent to me. So that is that is amazing. Thank you. It is really 
something that I feel like I can do a better job of doing in my business. And so there's perfection in everything. (laughs) Yes. And I think most business owners feel that way because they're busy doing what they do. And Maddie, we want you to be good at accounting, right? That's why your clients are hiring you. And you have to do your best at that piece. And this tends to be an extra, a something that you want to do that you wish you'd done more of. And just by putting a plan in place, it makes it a lot easier to actually act on those good intentions. Yeah, I think that that is amazing. So if someone wants to know more, how can they get in touch with you? Yes, so I would suggest going to lifelongloyalclients.com and on there you'll find a link to the book. You can also find the book on Amazon or on Barnes and Noble Nook or, you know, all the places you find books. Um, And then it also has links to different events that I have around the book, some of those virtual, some of those in person. Um, And so that's probably the best way to get in touch with me. Okay. And, and how, who, who do you consider your ideal client? My ideal client is a independent professional or solo entrepreneur who has been in business long enough to know um, what they're doing, what they're offering, and they're having some success. But with that success, they're finding that some things are falling through the cracks and they may be realizing that they're leaving money on the table by not doing enough follow-up or not taking care of their clients well enough. So they're seeing um, some churn um, in clients and, and those are the people that I love helping. Yay. That sounds, that sounds awesome. I will check that out and see you and I probably need to have a conversation. I think you offer some an amazing service. And so it is great to hear about how you can develop greater loyalty with your clients and how you can wow your clients and make sure that they have an experience with you that is really meaningful. So that is tremendous and awesome. Congratulations on on your book and the success of your business. I think that that is incredible. Thank you. Okay. So they know how to get in touch with you. This has been Maddie Brown talking to Deb Brown and her book is Lifelong Loyal Clients, How Smart Professionals Turn Relationships into Revenues. And it, I recommend that you check it out and use it to enhance your business. So thank you for being on, Deb. I really appreciate it. And if there's anything that you have questions about after this, you can get in touch with Deb or you can get in touch with us and we can get you pointed the right direction at smashingnumbers.com. Thank you and I appreciate your participation, Deb. Thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Smash the Bottom Line is sponsored by Smashing Numbers. Discover how to get your accounting in order, escape the cash flow trap, and finally enjoy a profitable business. Find out how at smashingnumbers.com.